0: How, did everyone,
1: how was everyone's uh, week off?
0: I've had two weeks off.
1: Yeah, Tony, did you even listen to our last episode? We like had an inside joke that we knew you would not pick up on.
0: I did not listen, but I did hear uh, that the first episode that I missed... Oh, th- we had a week off, yeah. So the episode that I missed that you guys had, I heard you guys were giving me um
1: <laughs> crap. no yep. we really Not said we,
2: off the show for the huh?
1: whole we said we kicked you off the show for the whole episode yeah and then at the end we said april fools
2: yeah and i got millions of laughs
1: incredibly fitting <laughs> we're now just finding out about this
2: yeah <laughs> april yeah so um. your, your birthday is coming up big fella Friday, like, Friday. Yeah, I forgot about that. Leaving oh, for Colorado Gar, on if you Saturday. A- Gar, if you have any pride, you
1: won't wish him happy birthday.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, and I, I will.
1: Be- oh, <laughs> you know, you'll get a social media shout out. Please you forget know. about it.
0: Please forget
2: about it, Gar. I I deserve I'll, it. I'll, actually, I wish you forget happy birthday about it
1: until Saturday.
0: No, I'm going to wish
2: you a happy birthday in July. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: All right, you're ready. I, got
2: go. fr- I got my first shot today.
1: Yeah.
2: Nice. Yep. How you feeling? My shoulder is pretty sore, but you go Pfizer. I, I went Pfizer. I was supposed to go J and J, but it uh, obviously with the pause. But they join
1: join they blood clot
2: team blood clot baby team blood clot. Yep. My grandma right. got the J
0: and J a couple yeah. weeks ago, so mm. hopefully she's okay.
2: Yikes! Is she feeling good so far?
0: Yeah, actually, it was more than. Couple. I would say it was like three weeks ago, but she feels fine, so that's I don't know. Good. I mean, I was reading into it. It's like 16 out of like... It's
2: less. It's six out of six million. Oh, is it
0: six out? Okay. Yeah. I I, yeah. I thought I didn't see the exact, but I knew yeah. it was like a small amount, but... Yeah, so I, I'm i sure she's okay.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. <laughs> Enough about the vaccine.
1: Well, I was going to make a joke about Tony's grandma taking on two Johnsons, but I didn't make that joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get out of here, All right. Man. Let's start the
1: show. Way up, way up we go. Been up and down. We gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me standing in line. You're only serving lies. you got something to hide. We gon' burn the whole house down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Underpaid and Overrated. I'm Noah Hiles. He is
2: Tony Harpel. Thanks and I'm Michael only. Gar.
1: Yes, and Michael Gar. Boys, we are back. Week-long hiatus. Two weeks for Tony. Um, What's up? I went on a little vac- you yeah, you know, I went on a little vacation, a little VIP. Sometimes you gotta treat yourself, and uh, for some people that means you know going to the Hamptons. Other people it means you know <laughs> uh, checking into a hospital for a
2: week. Yeah, you gotta tell us about it. First Gar- of all, you look you look good. Thank yeah. you, thank you.
1: Uh, I mean, Gar, I know you
2: told us, but you gotta tell like the listeners.
1: Yeah, well, it's funny because like the last episode we did, Gar and I. That was the day I started showing symptoms. And so I tested on that day and I tested negative for the rapid and antibodies. But then the test I took that day, the actual one that they sent out, it didn't come back until Monday. And by then I was super COVID positive because I had already tested. I ended up testing positive for COVID on Easter and, uh, I don't want to make things too dark or whatever. Cause like, I don't really care to talk about who cares. Like a million people have had COVID or whatever, but like there was a point in time, uh, like probably four or five days in where I was not sure I was going to actually live. That's Like, scary. like Monday, Sunday night, Monday night. Like I was puking up blood a lot. Mm. Uh, just 103, four degree fever, oxygen, it's supposed to be like, you're like a pulse oximeter. You're supposed to have like a 97 to like 100. I'm in like the mid eighties. It was bad. I mean, you come to find, I mean, I get a blood clot in my lung and everything, which is not also not good, but I'm all good now. Um, after about a week in the hospital, uh, some asthma attacks, some um, I'm on blood thinner. So like one of the most traumatic slash like, funny, frustrating moments was when, um, I had my IV taken out because I had like, I had like a uh, two in one arm and they didn't need the second one. And so after they took out my IV, they left and I started having a coughing fit. And I, uh, didn't realize that like my blood pumps a lot when you cough. Ugh. So all of a sudden, and like when you're on blood thinners, like blood just runs everywhere. So it looks like the <laughs> untouchables in my or like a, like the godfather. You're just like yeah, just coming right like this is where uh oh. for those watching on video, it was like right on my wrist. Mm. And like I'm like coughing to like stop myself from coughing or whatever, but then blood just squirting all oh, over my, my hospital gown. And like the nurses are leaving, oh. and like I'm laughing because like <laughs> it's it's kind of funny, you know, like I, I'm just out of control, I'm a mess. And it's like nothing out of control so bad. Like there are other, there were other times where like I had like an asthma attack at like 3am. That was not funny. I was very worried then, but like here I'm just like, I'm coughing and I'm like, eventually I can gather myself, but I'm like trying to grab my inhaler. But then it's like, what do I sacrifice right now? Do I, do I continue making a bloody mess or do Mm. I just sit down? So eventually I made the decision. (laughs) The nurse just made my bed too. So I'm like, I'm sitting on the edge of the bed, trying not to get blood everywhere. I'm just, like, sucking in oxygen, bleeding. Every- it was a mess. <laughs> oh, it was a mess. Oh, my God. So every awful. morning. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm well
2: tonight. officially, <laughs>
1: I'm officially uh, recovered from COVID. My doctor good. gave me the green light. I was actually at the Pirates game, just got home, like, yeah. 20 minutes ago. Um, so that's good. The only, like, side effects now, like, the blood clot's also under control. I should make that very well known. It's the size right. of a BB pellet. So not a big one. And I'm just on blood thinners for a couple months. One of the negative side effects though, is I get a nosebleed every day. So I have to have a tampon with me every single place (laughs) I go. I kid you not. They're in my car. Uh, Aubrey packed five for a six inning baseball game that I was in attendance (laughs) of. Um, And every day when I get out of the shower, I get a bloody (laughs) nose.
0: Well, I guess, like, this kind of puts you, like, in, like, a female's, like, shoes. Like, this is how...
1: No, it doesn't because, (laughs) uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, what they go through is definitely a different experience. I'm not comparing (laughs) me bleeding from my nose every day to menstruation. But that's not every day. Like, there's a good chance this is going to be my life for three months. Like, no one gets their period every day for three months. And it's in their face. And it's right (laughs) after you just get clean. So, like, you're in the shower... And you're like, oh, I feel great. And then it's literally it's every time like I get out of the shower, I do my hair, I put my deodorant on and then I just like, oh, here it comes. And I just had to shove a tampon oh up my nose God. and I sit there oh, man. and it, it'll run for an hour sometimes. It's crazy. Is,
0: but I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that this <laughs> happened to you.
1: It's all right, Tony. I hope you <laughs> actually a- start to believe in COVID now. That I, I do. With. I do now. Hmm.
2: At least you enjoyed the pyre game. I'm glad you're at least. I mean,
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was great. You're doing well. well. I mean, I'm glad you're just doing well. That Dude. is, I mean, well, look. I've, I mean, I've known a number of people who've gotten it, and um, and they say, I mean, there's a point. A lot of them say there's a point, like three or four days in, like you said, where it's like you actually don't know if you're gonna. get I mean, that that out of that's that's
1: the thing where it's like the first couple of days, like when we did our show Wednesday, Gar, like yeah. the first day, like felt like garbage but like right. i just it was i was sick and then like every single day i remember going to bed thinking like okay tomorrow will be better you know like there's no like today's got to be the peak mm. even if i have covid you know mm-hmm. like so many people it's like okay it's three four days and then like i just remember after the day after the morning after um sugs's buzzer beater over ucla yeah that final four game i woke up that sunday that was easter and I woke up Easter morning and I was like, "Oh my god, dude! Like, I'm still getting worse." And yeah. then it just got out of, it, to the point where, like, Tuesday morning at like 2:30 a.m., Aubrey just was like, "We're going to the hospital."
2: Yeah,
1: not a choice. Okay. But all good now. Um, good. very scary, but yes. Uh, looking <laughs> forward to getting my vaccine here soon, so I don't have to go through that.
2: Yeah. Uh, ever For again? Sure. Now, do you have to wait longer? No. Because so you just that's had it.
1: No, and that's – my doctor just told me that today, actually. He said, like, technically I don't need it because yeah. I had the antibodies for three months, but he was like, right. just go go get it now, and yeah. they're getting me, like, on an expedited list because of the blood a lot, so okay. hopefully we'll be good to go. Uh, but in the meantime, trying to build up the uh, the stamina, I threw catch the other day for wow, nice. half an hour. Nice. Took the wind right out of me, man. Yeah. That's and, right. uh But – We'll see. I want to ask you guys qu- a question real quick before we get into our sports stuff. So, I mean, uh, Tony, did you have COVID? Have you ever had it? Did you uh, have COVID? Well,
0: last summer, like in June, I, I don't, like, knock on wood, I don't get sick. Like, I don't get the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, Christina, she gets strep, the flu, everything. And I've, like, taken care of her through it all, never gotten anything. It's so, like, it I don't be get nice, the flu. Not
2: it anything then you just don't get sick at all right if you don't believe in it you just don't get (laughs) it it.
0: last (laughs) last june i definitely there was like uh two days where i had a fever in the middle of the week and i was like okay what the heck like this i don't usually get fevers to begin with and now it's in the middle of june on like a random work day and i was getting one and christina had symptoms as well um we got tested i was negative however i i'm convinced that i had them and then like on flash fast forward to new year's um new year's eve the place that we were at the party like everyone got it and me and christina yeah. did not get it so oh, i'm wow. convinced that i had it but i i don't know for sure
1: so i wanted to ask you guys COVID or any other have you ever gone through something where like after you're done you feel like you need to like reward yourself like get yourself like a present for getting through something terrible yeah because i, I just did that um i just bought myself a new driver from nice. the golf bag, nice. yes. So nice. I was wondering if you guys have ever done that. Uh, just a nice little, we made it through. Purchase. I also got Aubrey some nice gifts as well for taking care of me. Aww. That was the first gift I took care of. But got a nice little titleless driver there my the golf bag.
0: I used to get like whenever I <laughs> did driver my came first.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I get and then, oh yeah get my haircut.
0: My my parents would buy me a uh, a toy. We would go because there was a toy place right next to the haircut place, and mm-hmm. we would. I usually would get a WWE wrestling figure. Okay. And, uh, but that was my thing. Every time after a haircut, head over to the toy store and grab myself a toy because I was so good for
1: So you don't do right. this. You don't re- reward, you don't reward yourself as an adult?
0: Um I I would say yeah, through some stressful times like I know like working from home, I've had a few weeks where it's just been like a wreck and at the very end like I feel good, you know. I go, we go out. I dress up, like you know. I, I, I just, just an feel experience, better. not yeah.
1: a not a token gift.
0: Yeah, but not like an actual gift. You ever well, get yourself like well, a reward
2: present? Kind of to go along with Tony's like little kid thing. When we, when my brother and I, when we would get our braces off, our mom would take us to Ross Park Mall, and there was a place called Sweets from Heaven. Yes, and she just said, "Go to town, just Hell go yes, nuts, please. and just." The- <laughs> Full bag, like eight pounds worth of You know candy. what's better
1: than that, Gar, is what? when you get your braces off when you're 24 years old and you can <laughs> yeah. take yourself. You yourself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. You,
1: you can buy everyone at the orthodontist <laughs> office donuts. And yeah. Say, thank you. Yep.
2: Just toss them out
1: um, <laughs> and say thank. You know, God I don't have to shave every time I come here now. <laughs> yeah. You're not used to working on people with facial hair. Yeah. Right.
2: um No. I mean, I sh- I'm sure I have. I mean, I do like. Kind of, sort of, with Tony uh, to go along the lines of uh, like going out to dinner, mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, I'm I'm poor, so <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, not bu- I'm not buying myself like a new car or anything. Obviously, yeah, you guys aren't buying. But I mean, I try to, um, you know, if there's something like really huge or something. All right, maybe I'll smoke a cigar. That's what I. There you I do yeah. Well, I can't. I can't do. I
1: like, that the, right I like, now, I like so. the occasional
2: cigar. I want to. I okay. want to say something before we get
0: into the into real sports because um, it's been a couple weeks. And um, the last time that we were together, we talked about the bracket and, you know, where our brackets were going. And, you know, we, I, I'm, I didn't listen to the episode that I wasn't on, but I'm sure we didn't bring this up. I, I do <laughs> want to make it clear to our audience that I did, in fact, win the, um, nice. the, the nice. bracket, the bracket pool. Christina actually came in second. Um, we were gonna have this whole thing last week where she's gonna come out and make fun of you guys. However, due to circumstances, we thought we'd save the making fun um, for another day. However, um, I know Noah, you've had a, a rough week and some, you know, with COVID and everything. Um five dollars was on the line. I haven't really heard any talk about getting okay, yeah. this five dollars.
1: Yeah. Um, no, hey, no, um I'll be like, that guy. I'll be that guy. I pay twenty-five dollars <laughs> a month for this StreamYard account, and I have not heard anything <laughs> uh,
2: well, on well, that. I'm waiting for you to give me a price so I can Venmo you it. I just quite literally listed a price. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I but I mean like a, a receipt. Do you want a receipt? Hey, Is it twenty-five just, every month? <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I don't. We'll talk about it later.
2: I, I us <laughs> talk simply, about it now on the show. Right? Yeah. We've talked about
1: everything besides what we plan this, on talking about. Yeah, let's
2: make this extremely uncomfortable for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, all right. Sorry, so, I just had
2: to bring that up and let no, the listeners look, know. Okay, that, Tony, uh, I'm going to pay you five dollars, and, and well, no, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to throw you some money as well.
1: All right, well, I'm down we'll we'll to pay handle that, that later. Okay, good.
2: Thanks. So,
1: speaking of money, <laughs> speaking of golf clubs. I want to uh let's get into our some uh some sports talk now. Thank God. Poor, there there are people who actually come to this show <laughs> to hear us talk about sports and we did nothing none of that we, we for 15 minutes.
2: It's anyway. Talk.
1: So, not a lot to talk about. I I will say I picked a great time to get COVID because it started at the final four and then it was a whole bunch of afternoon baseball and then Masters weekend. <sighs> yeah. Was like the tail end of my COVID. So pretty good. And, uh, the masters just wrapped up this past weekend. I want to pose this question to you. And this was something that I kind of expanded upon talking to my dad at the game is winning the masters. The best individual male athletic achievement, not male or female, really, but I guess male. Cause like the female masters isn't as big if there even is one. Um, is winning the masters the best athletic achievement a male can set to do individually? And if not, what would you, what accomplishment would you rather achieve than winning the masters?
2: Well, I, I'll just say, I think any major golf and, and golf is a, I would say an equal accomplishment to me. I love the masters the most. So that's why I would, Say yeah, that's maybe a little ahead of everything else, but I'm there. I'm sure there are a lot of people who have opinions, and you know they love, they prefer the U.S. Open, um, you know the British Open, whatever. Um, to me, the Masters is my favorite. I think that's a hell of an accomplishment. Like if Probably you're gonna, more so if, than tennis, yeah, that's I what say. i was gonna say. My
1: qu- I guess um, the way I want to phrase this is, if you could pick a tr- like something to accomplish as an athlete, would you rather win? A Masters, a Heisman Trophy, an Olympic gold medal in any sport of your choice, a heavyweight championship of the world for boxing or UFC. Like, I, think it's, I think the Masters is the peak. I don't think you can get a better one shining moment
2: than if you're going to be a one hit winner in anything individually. Yeah. Individually, because the money is a big factor. The Heisman. The problem with that is uh, it was not individually. They didn't win that individually.
1: Well, no, but that's an individual award.
2: So, like, you say like NFL MVP. You can have those awards, but your career may end after the Heisman. I mean, think of all the Heisman's that just did nothing. But here's the thing. Here's my counterpoint with that. I would put the
1: Heisman Trophy monetary. The the if you're going monetary heavyweight champion of the
2: world. Okay.
1: Is the best because like Tyson Fury, you're, you're, that guy's walking away with what, like eight figures, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, high eight figures, like what did Matsuyama
2: won like 11 and a half
1: or something like that. But like, yeah, he didn't get punched in the face. And also like a master's green jacket, like you're never paying for a round of golf again in the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're always, you always get to go golf in that tournament. And right. even if you don't make the cut, it's like, cool, I'm going to eat my shitty cheese sandwiches. And <laughs> Did you see he was
2: flying commercial.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> Crazy, cool guy, man. and like Scott Van Pelt said this.
2: Eating a bag of like, peanuts on the plane. Because, uh, because he's, <laughs> like so, to-
1: he's so big in Japan, that's a $100 million value for him. Like mm-hmm. he's going to be like an icon. But yeah. even for some random winner, like Bubba Watson is not like an amazing golfer, but like he's won it twice now, right? Mm -hmm. he's won two masters like that dude has it forever Mm -hmm. you know so the only i think like the heisman route you're not getting paid for that right like joe burrow doesn't ever need to win a football game for the rest of his life he can retire in baton rouge right be a color commentator for lsu football and there are certain players
2: yeah and like there are look at the i always think of the i always think of jason white Beating yeah. in the Larry Fitzgerald year. I mean, mm-hmm. that guy, obviously, he didn't do anything in the pros. No. Um, you know what so, Jason
1: White does for a living now?
2: What? He owns an Baker. Oklahoma
1: State memorabilia store. Hmm.
2: He Oklahoma was the quarterback State? for
1: Oklahoma. Yes. Oh,
2: my God. That's interesting. Jeez. How low? I- <laughs> Matsuyama ain't owning
1: a Tiger Woods <laughs> gift And that's, a, yeah, yeah, that's the I thing. Think- Compared
2: to the heavyweight, too, it's like you're not getting punched in the face. You have your health. You It's your – extremely good at a game that it seems like a lot of people love, um, and try to be halfway decent at, uh, just to impress their bosses and everything. Um, I I definitely think golf is the, the, probably one of
0: the top sports that I would want to be like really good at, like to be at the professional level simply because like, although these are athletes, um, injuries do happen for sure. Like, people are golfing on their leisure that aren't professional and the fact that you can do that professionally and like make a lot of money off of it for something that like people do for fun or like for like, like athleisure, I guess you would say like, I, I feel like that would be the best route because you can get rich on doing something that everyone does. And you're just like a lot better at than the the normal and, person.
1: I And like, I just think also there's just something to be said where, If you're a Heisman Trophy winner, you're the best college football player, at least for that year. Mm -hmm. You know, you might have pulled something out of your ass and you might be terrible, but for that year, you're undeniably the best player in the country. If you're the heavyweight champion in the world, that means there was a period of time where you are the most dangerous man on the planet with your fists. You know, if you're a gold medalist in any Olympic event, it means you're the best in the world. You can win the Masters and still be. Nowhere near the greatest mm-hmm. golfer on earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone could make the cut. I mean, you have to win. You have to, I think, be a certain world ranking to qualify for the Masters. But, like, there are dudes who play in that tournament. Look at it would, Sergio
2: Garcia, the worst yeah, golfer of all first, time. Or, yeah. I mean,
1: or that kid he won that, the Masters three years ago. That kid. Um, I hate him. The Happy Gilmore <laughs> meme kid or whatever.
2: Yeah,
1: like Like, it's his third major he played in or something like that. And that dude could end up being a bust. But like if he would have won the Masters, it wouldn't have mattered. You know, like he'll have that forever. And it's just like it doesn't matter if I ever win a tournament. And that's what's cool about it is like there's so many people in it. Like it's a crapshoot. Normally a good golfer normally will win it. Mm. But every now and then you get like a long shot and – That, to me, I just think is the ultimate where it's like you don't have to be great for a whole season. You don't have to be, you know, busting your face open or all this. It's just you can play a game that quite literally anyone can physically play. Mm -hmm. And if you're better than everyone else for one week, four days, four days for four days, you are set for life. Yeah, and you don't ever right, have right. to be that good again. You don't have to win another you don't have to win another scramble for some softball, you know, charity event. Right. Doesn't matter. You're a master's right. champ. I think yep. that that's the pinnacle of sports. Yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: Individual sports.
1: Individual. Individual. I agree. So to wrap this up, let me propose you another thing. As you know, I like to watch Survivor. Um, I'm watching season 28, I believe it's on Netflix. Uh, Cliff Robinson is in this season, former NBA big man, played 18 years in the league, two-time all-defensive first team, sixth man of the year, one-time NBA all-star, career earnings, $64.5 million, played 18 years in the NBA. Would you rather have that life, 18 years in the NBA, as a solid player? Or win the Masters one time and never do anything again.
0: Oh, the NBA career for sure.
1: Not me. Really? Dude, $11.5 million for one weekend of golf. And again, you're getting invited. The people who finished in last place at the Masters are still taking home five figures. Nice day, yeah. Wait, did he take home 11.5 for the match? I thought it was like two and a half. No, first place is eleven and a half million dollars.
2: Wow, that's crazy. The, that's without that.
1: endorsements. That's wild.
2: Yeah, I think the NBA would be uh, cooler. You know the yeah. traveling, but I think after eighteen years, my God, I think I'd probably get sick of it. I, you're probably right. No, I'd probably lean towards the Masters too.
1: I don't know. Wait, though. no, it is. It is only two. Wait. Yeah, it is I only think two the, million dollars. The
0: PGA too. Championship is okay. Well, then the purse is ten still. million for the winner. If you like Dustin Johnson went and won the PGA championship last fall Yeah, and in four days made $10 million. Okay.
1: Well, guess what? 2 million. I'll still take two though. Endorsements, life value. That green jacket is worth, you can't tell me that green jacket's not worth 50 million over a lifetime with all the benefits you'd get from it. But like you look
0: at Cliff, I just inside, He played against like Michael Jordan, and like, yeah, that guy has probably has it. the
1: limp when he gets out of bed every morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. So does you Dr. would Woods, be though.
2: you would be the coolest guy at any party. All anytime someone's telling a boring story, you just excuse me, guys, I got to go run to the bathroom real quick, and then you just come back with the jacket on. Yes, and <laughs> you're just like oh, and that. you know, and like then, dude, and then you don't even have to you speak could, English. You could just you, you could gain four hundred pounds. Yeah, you could
1: be like, yeah, but that you could jacket be fits just like a glove, there, though. It, does, it does, does not matter. That's 42
2: short, baby. It's and you're still, the, <laughs> it's still good. A little snug, guys, but I still got it. And, you, but that's the thing, you're still the coolest
1: guy there. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's the cla- and it's just something different, too, where it's like, it's such a, it's such like golf. And the other thing
2: is, like, that it shows that you're you're really good at golf. And like I kind of alluded to earlier, there's so many people who everyone, are just, everyone wants to be just somewhat decent at yeah. golf. And there are a lot of people, you know, locally that can hold their own and are good, but I'm talking about like, obviously masters winning. Yeah. And well, I mean, you that's have something some guy like, Oh yeah, I'm bragging. And then you come out with the green jacket. Fuck you, dude. I'm better. Well, uh, like
1: we talked about like, um, the last dance and stuff, like
2: mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, Jordan. Yep. For,
1: Everything that he can accomplish, Michael Jordan could never win the masters.
2: Right. You know, and like
1: that's something that, like, I mean, Jordan doesn't have a reason to like envy
2: anyone. <laughs> Jordan can make up that reason and then but probably like he win the masters. Jordan
1: like looks yeah. at Matsuyama and is like, damn, like I will never know what that's yeah. like. I will yeah. never know what it's like to be Bubba Watson, you know, like and I mean everyone else <laughs> probably would be like
2: thing.
1: Yeah, right. But uh yeah,
2: just yeah. No, it's a good I point. Think I p- think I'm leaning. To, yeah, I'm leaning to the Masters too.
1: All right, second sports topic, real quick here. And this was uh, we actually had a good dialogue going on in the group chat about this. We've entered a little bit of a lull in the gambling calendar, where we go from March Madness, uh, where it's live bullets, live bullets, live bullets. Of course, Masters gambling is fun. We're now really, I mean, you have tail end of NHL, tail end of NBA regular season where the playoff brackets are shaping up. But primarily it's baseball gambling season. And until we get into the postseason, and then baseball kind of takes a back seat. But right now it's, it's baseball season opening month. And I think we're all on the same page. Baseball might be the best sport to gamble on. Tony, you want to take, you want to take this?
0: Yeah. um, I definitely, I I know a lot of people um, when Noah brought it up in the group chat, um, I took it as that he is not a fan of gambling baseball, which I knew wasn't that true because I've gambled baseball with him and it's electric. Yeah, um, I mean, like,
1: I'm, I'm just a big baseball fan in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But I, when when you brought it up, I was like, wait, like there is question about this. But I do know, like, I do have friends that just don't like gambling on baseball. You know, that any team could win any night. But I mean, that you can say that about any sport. Mm. Um, there's just some electric bets. Within baseball that like like some of my favorite props I like to bet on are within baseball and I know Gar's going to have some things to say about the props but my favorite one um, is the strikeouts the strikeout over under is something I do every single day I look at every single morning um my friend actually has some system everyone has their own system he has a system where uh like he has his own sheet and he like analyzes like the strikes and where he wants to see vegas release the strikeout, the over under at for a certain pitcher um and it, it's just a fun thing to watch when like baseball can be boring however when, when you have one of these props it makes the game so much better i mean if you have someone to shane bieber for example was over nine and a half last night, um, strikeouts. He was at one strikeout with, I think, into three. Four innings. Four innings. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's done. We're, we're done with. But it was zero zero. But I was like, there's just no chance. He covers. He makes it. I, how how far he did went he go? He nine innings. Did he go nine innings? Yeah. yeah. It was zero, zero that whole game. Yeah. And he, he covered. And it was just like something that I did not expect. Um, however, baseball is so electric to bet on. I mean, if you guys watch any of our old videos, you listeners – we have videos
2: of us betting on first Guys, hitting over-unders. Yes. So, but uh, on, on to you, Gar, about the props well, that bet on. I actually know Tony's friend, uh, that analytics guy. He's actually living <laughs> under the bridge right now. That's how well he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <But> he yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I don't like betting baseball. Um, there are a couple things. Like I said, I told you earlier, the strikeout one is something I don't mind. And the zero runs in the first inning um, is also a good one. But for the most part, I just, I'm that guy who thinks that any team can win on any night. Like the Pirates are winning currently, right? They won. They won. They just won won
1: five to one. They won. And that's
2: like, to me, three in a row. To me, like basketball and football, it just seems like the favorites more often than not take care of business. Like the bad teams are bad, the good teams are good. To me, any, it just seems like baseball and hockey to me, Anytime uh, you know a goalie can just have a good night, a pitcher can have a good night. It's like those individual positions can steal a game. But basketball and football, you don't really have that as much, at least in my mind. Maybe I'm way off on this. I mean, you guys are way more into it than me. But that's kind of what I see. So baseball is just not my not my go-to. I do like the strike, I think, though, uh, especially with guys like Shane Bieber and uh, like Cole. You know, he threw, what, 13 against Baltimore or something like that? And DeGrom, like, cruised against the Marlins. I mean, some of these guys hit them, like, in the fourth inning. I mean, it's, you know, it's like free money. But anyway, I know I know you, you're all about it.
1: Yeah, so uh, Tony, I think, hit it on the head a little bit here. Um, I think there's three things that makes baseball gambling fun. One, it is the best sport to bet when attending. Basketball can be fun. To bet uh when you're there, you know, if, if you want to like stand a certain guy, like I've gone to like NBA games and you bet like the LeBron over mm-hmm. or something, like those are fun. And then just like living and dying with free throws, like in the crowd. Also, someone who covered division one college basketball, like when I'm covering like Duquesne against St. Joe's or something, like you gotta do something to get through the day. <laughs> yeah. So, like those those have been fun games to gamble on a little bit. Um but there's nothing better than just like sitting there like with it like today. Like I had the I had Musgrove over six and a half strikeouts. I
2: saw this, you and Craig. I saw yeah. this. Uh. and he
1: had six strikeouts and he had eighty-five pitches. And it was the bottom of the fourth inning. and Anderson, the Pirates pitcher, was up. It was an 0-2 count. And he just needed one more strike. And the over would yeah. have hit. They're yeah. probably taking him out because he threw a no hitter of the game before. Yeah. But for some reason, Anderson grounds out to
2: short. Oh my God. And then
1: they pinch hit Musgrove. And so, like, <laughs> I don't get that bet. And that's fine whatever. I know but, like,
2: I got up from a seat and said, Aubrey, I just, I got to take a walk. I got to. <laughs> I
1: did. I literally got up. And I took a little bit of a laugh. It was tough. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, the prop bets and the live betting in baseball, too, where it's just like, oh, yeah. Basketball and football, like, you can bet, like, first downs in football, and that can be fun. And you can bet basketball is so fast paced. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's just, it, it, you can't really yeah. like, can't even get it's just, it's the, yeah, yeah. The, it's, it's like impossible at times. Um, but baseball, I mean, you can bet strikes for God's sake. Cause yeah. like the game's so slow paced, mm-hmm. like you can keep up with it. And like, that makes it fun. Um, and
2: dangerous. But just all,
1: all <laughs> of the props, all of the props is yeah. what makes baseball fun. Like, it is. I mean, um, it's
2: obviously, it's a numbers game. I mean, there's so many things there's in yeah. uh, and, and every just,
1: team has like these weird trends where it's like, you guys all talked about Bieber, forget Bieber, bet the over strikeouts for every Indians pitcher, please sack Bieber, yeah. whoever they trot out there, like all of those guys. Cause I think Vegas tries to compensate for like Bieber always being like a nine and a half. So, like, the dudes who follow them, they make it, like, four and a half. Mm -hmm. And, like, the Indians just breed good pitching to begin with. So, those are locks. And, of course, like we hinted at earlier, my favorite bet in the world is a first inning over. The Pirates, for only the second time this season today, did not score or allow a run in the first inning. So, that first inning over is money when you're watching that team from the North Shore. They might (laughs) not be very good. Well, I mean, hell, they're five and seven. So maybe they are good, but uh, no, they're not. But just stuff like that. There's just so much more variety to gamble on. And just, and I just also just think atmosphere is part of it as well. Where football, I feel like there's so much of a buildup going into the week where, you know, like Saturday, it's like, you know, there's, there's college football games going on, but Saturday, Mm -hmm. it's like, I got to get all my bets right for Saturday. Got to get all my bets right for Sunday. Where, like, you're just focused on the game. Where baseball, Mm -hmm. it's like, there's 162 of these things. Yeah. 30 different teams. I'm going to get wild. I'm going to bet Cody Bellinger to hit a home run tonight. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Like, that's what makes, I think, baseball gambling. So, and like,
0: also, I, I, to go on to the live bets, I don't want to go too far into it, but like, the, I, I really feel with baseball, like, I mean, Vegas always knows, but like, I feel with baseball, they don't know as much. As they do with others. No, sports.
1: there's no way. Like, like they're like, so I, spot I, who,
0: on with like basketball yeah. spreads, with football spreads, um, even with football player props. They're so spot on with the yardage, all of that. Baseball, with uh, just from personal experience, strikeouts. They are not. They that is just like they can try to go statistical with that, but like it, it doesn't work or analytical. They like mm-hmm. it really does not work because they don't know. I mean, there's games like you said where. Cole had 13 strikeouts. He was probably set at like six and a half, seven and a half. And they ha- they truly don't know, um, like, whereas in basketball games, they have a spread set at like minus eight and the team loses by seven or the team mm-hmm. wins by nine. And you're mm-hmm. just like, how the heck did they know that even going into the game? Where in yeah. baseball, sometimes even the live lines where a team, a good team like the Dodgers are, are down 3-1 in the third inning. They'll be like plus 200 and you just know that the Dodgers are going to score more than one run this game, whoever it might be against. So I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Vegas gives some really good odds um, for certain bets in in the live and pre, like with those strikeout props. Um, But yeah, I love betting baseball. Huge fan.
1: Yes, I completely agree. Uh, Glad we're all on the same page there. I feel like I had something to add, but. It's not that important, obviously, or it would have came up. Oh, like baseball futures and stuff too. Just there's so much value. Like you talked about how any team can win any day. That's how I look at hockey more than anything. I feel like baseball. Like if you bet, I said, yeah, if you fade the Pirates minus one and a half this whole season, you're going to make money. I actually, like if you bet on the White Sox and the Padres. And the we Dodgers.
0: We we have a listener that is he'll he'll appreciate the call out that we have a listener and he's going to go by the dirty bird that's what he wants to go by um he has placed a he's faded the pirates in every single game um he's bet the opposing team minus one and a half he started with five dollars he was up to 85 dollars um in profits and then the Cubs started, series happened and yeah. the Padres series just happened. So I haven't talked to him before those or since <laughs> those series started. I haven't heard from him since. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he was extremely he's a clean successful. clean bird now. He's a clean bird now. Yeah. But he's been That's extremely right. successful uh, fading yeah. the Buccos. But you're right. My, my. Yeah.
2: I mean, there's going to be – you know there's going to be some stretch in like June where they lose like 18 of 20 or oh, something. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like- they're just due for it.
1: Dude, like, just wait till July you're just like, dear when, God. <laughs> when the when they deal Frazier, Moran, yep. yeah. Anderson, like anyone worth any type of value. Oh. Hey,
0: Maybe. speaking of futures, I just want to bring up that Sidney Crosby currently has 48 points. What is um, your, total? your number? The over under is 58 and a half. It looked crazy the last time we were talking about this. He Maybe only needs 11, 11
1: points. 11 Tony, they're 14, not going to have much to play for
2: here soon. What do you mean? Po- Once no, they no, quench- no! He's going to do it. I think you can oh, do it, Tony. He's going to do it. He got. He gets three points
0: a night now. He's crazy. It's Ele- cra- think about this:
2: eleven points. They have fourteen games left. Seven of them against Buffalo and New Jersey.
0: Yes, and he's averaging a point a game. So
2: we're we're looking good. We're looking good on that. Future. You just, yeah. You just need like one. You need. You still need like one huge night, like a three or four point yes, night. Yes, I agree because he's gonna. I think go he's on. got this. No, yes, that's I, what I'm saying.
0: It didn't look good twenty games in, but we're, yeah. we're looking good now. Yeah. But on to the next. I just want to bring like up the future. I like that,
2: Tony. Thank All you. right.
1: So moving away from sports into the world of pop culture, fellas. Uh, the weather's getting nice seasons are changing we're in the midst of spring and good news for all of us white boy summer is approaching finally something tony i know you're going to love hearing this finally us white boys <laughs> us straight white males getting a break finally something Hardest, that i know yeah. you've been very upset about uh, yeah uh, yes. but <laughs> in all seriousness uh what what do you guys know about Chet Hanks
2: i know you, he's the weirdest guy. First of all, I don't know how he and Tom Hanks are just yeah. r- related. I don't know how that. <laughs>
1: well, that's his son. I know, that, but it's no, just, but-
2: yeah, well, obviously I know that, but it just seems like they're just totally different people. Um, but I, I love Chet Hanks. He's the funniest. Unir- yeah. He's the funniest. Unironically yeah. the Funniest person. guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like he, the, the, the snap that he had the other day, where he's on a plane completely maskless and goes, Some jackass won't wear a mask and they're not letting the plane take off because of it. And he's sitting there, <laughs> not even a chin diaper, like just no mask whatsoever. Like just stuff like that. Yeah. Is just why <laughs> I good. think he takes the internet by storm. His motivational speeches at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, telling us that his parents were going to be okay, even though we didn't know that. He didn't right. know that, yeah. uh, just all of it. But now him declaring White Boy Summer as the theme this year. Um, and to clarify, he said, not like MAGA guys. So okay. sorry, Tony. Uh, but like Get he said, he here. said, cool, <laughs> cool white dudes like Jack Harlow, which ironically is Gar's rap review. Mm. Um, I want to ask you guys real quick when you hear white boy summer what do you think of and is this a good idea to go with this brand
0: uh during this time and with all the unrest no i do not think
1: oh <laughs> no, this is, no. Not,
0: this is not a good pr not- move on on chet's part
2: no no here's all the right. thing i don't think it's yeah, on the surface, it's probably like, "Oh, geez, what is this guy doing?" And then you realize it's Chet Hanks, and this guy is just out of his mind to begin with. And <laughs> if you listen to the videos, it's more or less just about what to wear and what not to wear. Yeah, yeah. and which is fine to me. Yeah, I've been and he having white boys. some, right differently. He makes some good points. I've been yeah, having white, white boy
1: summer for the last, well, quite literally, my entire summers because I yeah. am a white boy. But, like, everything he's describing, it's like, okay, I wear, I wear like Nautica board shorts and yeah. I do wear my hat backwards. He and said no I do-
2: salmon color shirts, right? Yeah. Or something
1: like that. No yeah, salmon. You know what? And I can get behind that. I, yeah. I I do have one pair of like salmon shorts, but like, I can sacrifice Look, he, that. And his
2: defense, he uh, completely explains what's going on right off the bat. Like, he says, you know, it's not, some kind of like we're not like white, thing supra- or, it's not right, white, no white, wh- supr- white supremacists, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, so he Lead makes the it clear. So, look, home. if he wants to call it that, then I mean, the dude's ah, more dude's funny, teams. so I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah, dude's funny. All right, <laughs> so
1: are we having a white, white boy summer? summer? Yeah, what's, what's one white boy summer resolution <laughs> we can all make? Let's go around the table, um, based on his
2: rules or or
1: just in general, when just you think general? white boy summer. Like, I, I
0: I don't want to look like a tomato at any point. of Okay.
1: Summer. All right, Tony. All right. I like that.
2: Gar, what's That's your good. white
1: boy summer resolution?
2: Um, Keeping this stash uh, yes. strong and maybe <clears throat> get the chest hair going a little more. Uh, okay. I'm a little light in that department, <laughs> so... Unlike I think both of you, I'm not sure. I'm sure you guys have more than I have a lot of <laughs> chest. A uh, yes. good so, amount. Good amount. I, I, I'm not, so I maybe get a little more. Let let uh get a uh, let the chest breathe. My girlfriend Anna's her sister. Uh, they're building a pool in their backyard. It's gonna be ready for this summer, so we're gonna try to, <clears throat> you know, get that going.
1: I'm gonna say my resolution: fifty beers while on water throughout the entire summer that means i gotta be either like on a raft in a pool Ooh. or on a boat i like that on a lazy river but That's 50 nice. beers throughout the entire summer and my feet can't be on ground
2: i like I that fair? yeah okay fair.
1: now if my feet are in the ocean does that count as a wet beer yeah yeah okay yeah. so 50 wet beers
2: no tomato I even- no I was gonna say i'd even let you sit on the beach i mean if you're near an ocean you don't no have to, like, I, I think run it's gotta be a and, wet i okay. want 50
1: 50 wet beers fair enough for me gar we're going stash and chest, chest hair. hair chest hair means the stash is doing fine no tony tomato
2: no, no tony <laughs> tomato okay. okay
1: we'll have to check in on this
2: <laughs> we're gonna All come right. back in september tony's gonna be just bright red i'm <laughs> gonna as red as your shirt and my i chest, will have
1: never drink beer
2: again yeah and my chest will be just bare <laughs> All right, so um, King of the Week. Uh,
1: This man is a no-brainer, I think, King of the Week for our segment. Um, He passed away last week on Friday, same day I got out of the hospital. uh, Oh, yeah. He was a man that quite literally was just beloved by all. Prince Philip. A wolf-wearing sheep's clothing. DMX, our king of the week. Um, as someone who grew up playing football, uh, grew up playing basketball, in the time that we grew up, I can't think of a better, more consistent locker room music presence than DMX. Uh, I can't think of you know something when you're at like the fire hall dances or the middle school dances with your boys, maybe a sleepover and you're trying to pull an all nighter you put on X gun, give it to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: or party up and you're, you know, you need that second wind. He gets you going. And I think it's, it's just only fitting that we all pay our respects to uh, DMX, any DMX memories on either of your ends, Gar or Tony.
0: Uh, I have one. Um, and I know he doesn't listen to this. However, back in high school, we used to do radio shows and pretty much it was a radio class And the shows that we would do, like you would not take the lunch period and you would do your radio show and you'd broadcast that to the whole cafeteria. Um, We Mm -hmm. had a guy who actually played strictly DMX. um, And I actually texted him when DMX, I found out that DMX passed. I haven't talked to him for years. um, And I just let him know. I'm like, Hey man, sorry for your loss. When I heard about this, you were the first person I thought of. And he like, just full out was like yeah this like really hurt me like he really meant it a lot so like it you know it did affect a lot of people um but i just thought it was you know kind of kind of humorous that you know the first person i thought of was a kid from high school that used to play strictly dmx shows um and it did to this day he still was a huge dmx fan so rip to the goat
1: gar any dmx memories
2: yeah uh after polo practice, a lot of the times we'd blast, uh, <laughs> blast DMX. Right they before didn't play I, DMX at OU? Right before I would uh, go off to chess club. And it just got me in that mindset of just, uh, you know, let's do these nerdy things as much <laughs> as you possible. Know, do you know no, any DMX songs? Um, no, I know the uh, – no. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's your yeah, rap. I'm just going to give it to you. you. I, yeah, I know that song. You. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay then that's the first song right now. Wanna, rah, then we wanna... Then we gonna, bro. Yeah, that's I just remember
1: now. my first like DMX memory was when I was 10. And we had a squad, Burgettstown Lions, baby. We were a freaking force deep, of nature. And I was our center, middle linebacker, captain, calling out the defenses, focal leader, young Joey Porter, if you will. And we came out to Rough Riders... Role and just I just remember like we would come out like little ten year olds. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. This rap shit is not a fucking game. <laughs> Fuck what you heard. <laughs> and our we had our one defensive coordinator. He was a cop, a head cop in like Washington County, and we called him Big D. And he would just get us all fired up and like just. Ten-year-olds running, X gone, give it to, you. and like, oh, dude. <laughs> but like, even in college, like that was something we'd play before our college. Bro- we always listened to like "Where the Hood At" and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dmx, it just he gets the blood going, man. Yeah, he's, I agree. So much fun, a lot of memories, and just something that like I just feel like people growing up our age, when you're just trying to get rowdy with the boys, like you put on. Y'all going to make me lose my mind. That's up the other song. Yeah, just yeah. like all those songs, like they get you going. So yep. uh, King of the Week, RIP DMX, a true legend. Um, I'm glad that he got the respect that he deserved as well. Yeah, just, same. Just very fun dude. Um, Gar, your rap review, you had Jack Harlow.
2: I had Jack Harlow. I and the spirit even- of White Boy Summer. <laughs> and I listened to What's Poppin', Tyler okay. Hero, Okay. Way nice. out and brand new whip uh, just hopped in. No, I don't think that was is that a I got song off. or just a lyric? No. Um way out was actually not bad. And what's poppin' was not bad. So surprisingly, I'm giving You've their- never
0: heard of what's poppin'.
2: It was like no, the number one song. song. Dude, that it was a like number one song like of last summer. Yeah, Um, very popular. (laughs) I was listening to Levitating, man. That's (laughs) true. Very true. I was completely oblivious to anything outside of Dua (laughs) (laughs) Um but yeah, I'm gonna give it a C. Okay. Solid C. Not bad. When Noah gave it to me two weeks ago, he said he was like (laughs) I he just kind of said it with a sigh almost. He was like, I expect really horrible things or something along those lines. But Um, no, this is a, it's a C.
1: Yeah. All right,
2: Gar, I'm gonna assign
1: you your next one. Um, we're gonna just evade DMX because I okay. I can't handle you okay. post <laughs> posthumously, just okay. destroying him. Um, so we're gonna go with someone, uh, another fallen rapper, someone who died not as recent as DMX, but died recently. Eddie um, Money. No, we're gonna go with Juice World. Oh, okay tony are you familiar with
0: juice world yeah i i, I like some of the songs yes lucid uh, dreams
1: lucid dreams is a banger all right so we're gonna assign. i want you to listen to these ones because i think okay. there there are some songs there's one song i guarantee you you will really like like okay. not like like for a rap review but like you oh i know it's called it's, come and go yeah you uh, uh, will uh, really uh, like this song gar Okay. It's just got you... Yeah, but Lucid oh, Dreams... Man. Oh,
0: you're going to like that, guard. You're come definitely going to like the one. Yeah, yeah. Come, come and go, go
1: is the song that you're going to really like. It probably
0: comes on after Levitating. It, it's that... It's like a... Yes. It's like a is pop song. Come, come and
1: Go, excited. Lucid Dreams, and Bandit
2: are the okay. three songs I will assign you. I'll... Hell, I'll jump on this tonight. Yes. If, you, and, if you're if uh, you that confident that I... Uh, come, come and Go, go you're really
1: going to like. He's not okay. like
2: a rapper in it. I mean... is this?
1: He, is this with marshmallow yeah 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 that okay. song is with marshmallow yes.
0: okay and this was this was released after he died okay yes
1: it was a very another song of the summer from last summer yes very good song okay yes all right so i would be really world. sad if
2: i don't like this
1: all <laughs> right juice world um lucid dreams man that's a sad song right. uh but anyway so that's your uh rap review we got a C for
2: Jack Harlow. I'm going gu- to I'm gonna guess this is going to get a B minus. I think Gar is going to like Juice Look, World. if I like Come and Go like a lot to the point where I'm listening to it on a regular you're basis, you're going to like a, this song. It's at least a B plus. Go- that's a Gar song. You're at least going to sing to it
0: once. And if you don't, mm-hmm. there's something wrong because it's catchy. I
1: don't want to go this. All right. Anyway, all right.
0: Tony, you're two cents. I think you guys this are too optimistic. Come and Go. Yep. Uh, okay. So my Tony Two Cents – um, we talked about it a little bit. I'm going to be very quick about this. Fading the Buckos. Everyone was talking preseason. Let's fade the Buckos. Let's bet the opponent every time they face the Buckos. I I've been doing that. I have been doing that, and it was fun for a couple weeks. Like, haha, yeah, I'm making money. They've been killing me tonight. Another night of just complete disappointment. Yep. The Padres, who are being picked to win the freaking World Series. Have now lost three games in a row to the Pirates, who have an over under win set of 59.5. I am sick of everyone talking about fading the Buccos because I'm feeding into it and they keep disappointing me. So I, I don't know what I want here. Do I want the Pirates to actually do what they're supposed to do and lose, or do I keep fading them and have them win and end up having a pretty good season? Um, I, took, I think I want the latter to occur. I think I want the first one. I'd rather if make it if I would money.
1: have told you that they lose Hayes the second game of the year. And they're and to they take they take two out of three in their first homestand over the Cubs. And now at worst they're gonna split against the Padres. Just crazy. Literally <laughs> not crazy. Not a bad start, right? I know
0: absolutely craziness. Now, granted, that game that they won yesterday. Um, oh so this would God. be this is released yeah. on Thursday. So Tuesday, the Tuesday, game Tuesday yeah, night yeah. was the ugliest game. No one should have won that game. Um, and but when they played the Cubs, the Cubs also are frauds. I think they suck. That
1: this whole year. division sucks.
0: Yeah. So, but I like am just shocked at what they did to the Cubs. They didn't just like beat them by like a run each game. They were putting six, seven runs on them, yeah, every, you know, every win. So I just my two cents is me listening to the public and fading the Buccos in it biting me in the ass with possibly the worst MLB team this year, and they're probably going to have this horrible losing streak. And I'm not going to be fading them because I've learned my lesson by fading them and losing.
1: They're they're gonna they're gonna make a push. Yeah, they're gonna they, they're gonna make a push while all the be. other Pittsburgh teams crumble. Maybe I should Pirates. just hit their money
0: line every night.
1: Maybe. I, I wouldn't do that. All right. Speaking <laughs> of money lines, Noah's no doubters. Uh Tony, your parlay did hit, I believe. It so did. you improved a two and four. Uh Gar, you had Gonzaga minus 14 against UCLA. Boy, and that did not hit. Man, uh
2: that, real quick on that, that game. Was. Yeah, that yeah. was the best
1: basketball game of all time.
2: Yeah, That's that was yeah, awesome. honestly was. That was <laughs> like, awesome. I credit to UCLA. That's just they would Dude, not that, go Dude, I away. love
1: that UCLA. Johnny Juzang, man. Like going to be a player. Him next I hope year. so.
2: Yeah. He's going to be a player, man.
0: He's going to be awesome to watch Coach, Cal,
1: Coach and, Cal got him for a year, said, huh, not a lottery pick. Don't fit in here. And Mick Cronin was like, come on over to the West Coast, baby.
2: And mm-hmm. quick shout-out to Tiger Campbell, who I think has – Thirty-five pounds of hair on yes him, but yeah. he managed that mid-range jump shot to get it over so literally nice. the tallest guys. Oh my god! Yeah. Drew, I mean Kinda that nice.
1: that game everyone talks about, like the Laytoner game, you know, like that. That was a step up, and, like and, the Laytoner over Kentucky, and like.
2: The, go, go ahead, girl. sorry. No, no. Go no, ahead, go sorry. Well, just like
1: everyone likes to say, like the buzzer beater, uh, Chris Jenkins is like the best shot because it won the tournament. In March that Madness, was. and and that and, the, and that is that like, that's the most iconic. But as far as hardest shot in the yeah. tournament history, that's the most impressive shot what Suggs did. In overtime, banked he yeah. banked it in transition after a make by Juzang with three seconds left, with everything else on the line. After that whole game, I just think that that's the best shot in March Madness history. Yeah, like that I was. Shot.
2: Don't tell blue me blue that blue that blue
1: blue. not Jimmy V buzzer beater. That's what Colin Dunlap was telling me on Twitter, where it's like, no, that was an air ball, and the guy was on no, the right like it That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to bank a transition three there. Yeah.
2: yeah. And yeah.
1: that was nasty.
0: Yeah. The, I think uh, what it was even better is they tied it.
1: They, yeah. they tied yeah. it, and I was
0: like, oh, crap. And then you're like, oh, wait, there's still like six seconds here to where. There's
1: 3.3 seconds. Or three three and, seconds. Yeah. You're
0: like, okay, that's enough time. This could be the buzzer mm-hmm. beater yeah. because we thought UCLA was going to hold it. The whole time, and then get the buzzer mm-hmm. beater to tie it to go to OT. So the fact that they did it with three seconds left, you're like, "Oh, this could be
2: it." And mm-hmm. I mean, Suggs, he did it. It kind of sucks I, I just that they say,
1: didn't even win it all, though.
2: Yeah, I just want to say I want to appreciate the little things in that game. It was high scoring. It didn't seem like the refs missed, you know, no. terrible calls. It wasn't a defensive game. I mean, it was. I don't want to say it was wasn't a defensive game because there's good defensive stops here and there and everything. But it wasn't, like, an ugly game where both no. teams were just constantly missing. I mean, it was just a smooth-looking game it back was and forth. It was high scoring,
1: but, like, scoring every shot. High just
2: good. It was just good basketball. Every shot was
1: contested. <clears throat> yep. Like, guys. And they were just like, making them. It was just good basketball. Dude, like, UCLA is not a deep team. But, like, they would get guys in foul trouble, and then some kid would come off the bench. and Yeah. Like he would ha- I mean, it, and, like, Gonzaga would be like, okay, go ahead and score. Yeah. And they would. You know, like, mm-hmm. Drew Timmy played. Like, all the stars made big plays, too. Like, Kispert yep. was making shots down the end. Ju Zang. Uh Suggs, obviously, like the, the play that he made with the block in yeah, transition and in the
2: past. You would think that yeah, was the best that game would
1: have been the, the play of the that- tournament <laughs> right? in any yeah. other year, but like yeah. that was yeah, yeah. He a crazy game.
2: Himself. I loved it. Okay. All right. So, so I-, I lost that. No bet. is
1: no doubters. Uh I had the Mets on opening day and their game got canceled. So scratch that. But aside from that, uh, my other bet did not hit, so I'm two and nine this year on the show. Now that's on
0: singles, and I'm two and four on parlays. So don't come at my parlays. All right, whatever.
1: Yeah, because one of your I parlays wanted- that one of your parlays that hit was four fucking one seed <laughs> in March Madness. So congrats. All right. Um, my picks. I'm gonna go uh, Washington Nationals minus one hundred and sixty, uh, and I'm gonna go with the Boston Red Sox plus 143 winners. Of nine um, in a row. The Reds. Yeah. The Red Sox are Garrett Richards on. Yeah. First place, Boston Red Sox team, Garrett Richards on the bump for them this afternoon. A lot of good afternoon baseball mm-hmm. for you, uh, for, for all of us working stiffs. I mean, I, work whenever but you know for those who are stuck in the cube to get through the (laughs) afternoon and then the nationals I don't even know who's pitching for them I just like their value oh it's Patrick Corbin I did know who that was Mm -hmm. uh going up against the Diamondbacks I think the Diamondbacks are trash so Nats minus 160 Red Sox plus 143 that good value Gar your pick
2: um, only four NBA games tomorrow, but I like the way the uh, Lakers have been playing uh, despite yeah. the absences of AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, beat a semi decent Charlotte Hornets team on the road uh, just the other night and it'd where the be, Hornets were favored.
1: Just beat Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, just uh, crushed Brooklyn. Um, mm-hmm. So they've hung around, uh, which makes them a scary playoff team once they get healthy. So I will take the Lakers plus six. Uh, They are getting six points against the Celtics at home. Um, Finally, after a long East Coast trip, I like the Lakers.
1: All right, Tony, your parlay.
2: All right,
0: not much thought put into the parlay today, guys. Uh, (laughs) Pretty much just, you know, gut picks. Um, If I were to have a single pick, um, and props aren't up for this yet, but DeGrom strikeouts, take his over at whatever number you have. He's going to make it. Um, But here into the parlay, we have the Chicago White Sox over the Cleveland Indians. I just like the White Sox. Huge fan. I usually put the White Sox or the Dodgers money line in some sort of parlay every single day because I love them. They got
1: a perfect (laughs) game going right now.
0: Really? Well, they're going to win tomorrow. Oh No, it's a no
1: hitter. Going on right
0: now? Well, it's going to happen again tomorrow. So, White Sox money line against the Cleveland Indians. Okay. Um, what would a Tony Parlay's be without a Penguins money line? We got Pens Flyers Thursday night, and mm-hmm. the Pens are on a roll. They look great. We're going to see Jeff Carter against Philadelphia, hopefully. Excited. That will be kind of fun. I'm excited to see what goes <laughs> on there. Um, and the Pens, I, I just really think they're a much better team than the Philadelphia Flyers right now. They mm-hmm. are Stanley Cup contenders. We talked about this way back a couple or maybe a month ago i would say yeah um, i wanted
1: and, to get into it this show but we got to save yeah. it. yeah
0: but we'll yeah like, we'll save it but like yeah. they are stanley cup contenders they are there um they look great so penn's money line and then to finish it off washington capitals money line against the sabers um caps are good and the sabers really 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 <laughs> suck so yeah. they just lost eichel they just yeah
2: cycle for the year
0: for the year, yeah. I didn't know that was for the year. Okay, yeah. so yeah, any any team that's facing the Sabers usually should pick. So I'm going to do those three. Uh, you put those three together, plus two sixty six, a ten dollar bet pays out thirty six sixty four. I'm going. I'm going to place that right now because I just made it sound even better. Um, there you go. It was good in my head, but now it sounds even better on paper. Um, so yeah, go ahead and place that. We're going to go three and four. Better than Noah's No Doubters. Tony Parlays. Hopefully, sponsored here soon.
1: Listen, if you're fading me, you're doing <laughs> fine. <laughs> you and I. Any final thoughts?
0: Final good thoughts. To good to back. See you back, man. Good to see yeah, everyone back. To back. Noah, it's good to see you back. Glad you're okay. Didn't want to have to do a show with just Gar for the rest of eternity. So yeah,
1: yeah. There was a lot been. of hesitation <laughs> on that end. You guys have that never done started. this show without me. Yeah, I, I would love love to see it happen one day. <laughs> yeah, good to be back.
0: Oh, and Uh, next week when you guys, uh, when when we do the show, I'm going to be in Colorado, so we might uh, have to just, you know, FaceTime and I'll be at like the Rocky Mountains and I can give you my my picks there. Getting chased by a bear.
1: All right. (laughs) Well, thank you for all who tuned in. As always, hit that subscribe all button if you haven't already, and we will see you next week on Underpaid and Overrated.
2: Bye.